Well, hi, Hub Community Church. It is good to be with you. I might not be with you in person, but it's good to be with you even remotely. Um, My name is Sim Dendy. I have the pleasure of leading Freedom Church here in the lovely Romsey, just down the road from yourselves. And um, I've been friends with Andy and Tracy Wright for a number of years. And it's just, they invited me and said, would you come and speak for Hub Community Church? And I said, I'd love to serve you in any way that I can, Uh, especially in this season that we're all facing. I don't know about you, but this last year has been a a very strange year. And I I believe that God has got a word for uh, you, that I'm carrying something of of God's uh, prophetic voice for his church into the future. I don't know what it felt like for you just over a year ago in the early part of 2020. I had great plans. I had great ideas. Um, I'd just written a book, um, which I was quite pleased with getting it published and get it you know, finished. And we lined up a bunch of um, events to go and speak at. And the idea was to stand on platforms and tell the story and wave the book and sell some copies and all those great plans. And then everything changed. And the plans I had, the plans that I'd put in place, the thoughts that I'd had, my ideals, my routines, my expectations, my diary, all went, all disappeared. And it just went in some sort of weird, long snow day. You know, when you woke up in the morning thinking, what do I do today? Do I go to work? Oh, I can't go to work. I'll work from home. How do I do that? And we had to all reimagine how we worked. And my year, all my plans got um, deleted. My diary went empty. All the events either stopped or went online. And it went into a strange season. And I know many people here watching today, you'll have had some sort of similar experience. You had plans, you had holidays, you had significant moments lined up. Uh, maybe you were planning to have some family celebrations, a birthday. Maybe you know you've had children born, or maybe you've lost loved ones, and you've missed the opportunity to either grieve well or to celebrate well. And the pandemic has taken away from us the opportunity to connect as we normally would do. But here's the thing: that what we have also benefited from is we've also been given an opportunity to lean into God like never before. This, this loss of, of our plans, this loss of diary dates, the loss of the ability to travel, to uh, be with other people, has also been an opportunity for us to be with God like never before, to give our attention more to him. And I know that in the last 18 months, after just a, a few weeks of this crazy world we were living in, I had to reschedule everything I was doing, recreate routines and go, God, I need to put my attention around you and around your plans to walk in tandem with him to say, God, this is not a surprise to you. How do I rediscover your rhythms of grace rather than try and tell you to bless my activities? And so there's a few things I've I've learned that I'd love to share with you. And I, I believe that God's doing something amongst his church that this is not the end this is the beginning and starting of something special that I think when we go back through history and we go through biblical history we see God over and over again uh, redesign his church redesign his people the story of Ezra and Nehemiah as they go from uh, being exiled to Babylon and being taken back 
to Jerusalem as we see the people in Exodus coming out from the place of Egypt being taken to the promised land through the wilderness years. That God is a specialist in taking broken people and broken communities and finding a way forward and renewing them. That's what we do. That's what God does. He renews his people over and over again and he uses disruptions almost like an enforced sabbath we have an opportunity to start again that these moments in history are opportunities for god to rediscover his church and for his church to rediscover him and and god will make good use of every opportunity and so here's a few things i've learned that i'd like to share with you i hope they're helpful to you and the first thing is god is at work even if you don't see it, the line from that song, even if you, see, if you don't see it, God is working. You know, he never stops working. God is working. God is doing more things behind your back than he's doing in front of your face. And it may feel like the world's a bit emptier and not quite so vibrant as it used to be. But God is fully at work. I've also learned that... Um, it might feel like you've been buried and it may feel like your plans have all been dropped. But could it be that God has planted you and is preparing you? You know, there is a very little difference between being planted in, than being buried. They, the two things look very similar. And yet in one situation, you're designed to come back stronger. You're meant to come back better and more fruitful. And whether God has planted you or you're feeling buried, they may feel like the same thing, but one has a very different outcome. And God's got something for you. In fact, there's a Mexican proverb that says this, they thought they buried us, but they forgot that we are seeds. Throughout history, the church has gone through seasons of being hidden to being fruitful. And it may feel like as Hub Community Church, you've been hidden, that you've been unable to meet together in the same way. But I am believing that God has got something new for you, that you've been planted, not buried, that you've been prepared for something different, for something new, for fresh, for all of you as a church together. Maybe this last season is not about what you have lost, but it's about what you've been prepared for. We often, you see, put a full stop where God puts a comma. I gave you some of those biblical examples just now and often we would stop and go, well, that's the end of the story. But God says there's, there's not a full stop. It's a comma. And we've put in the punctuation mark and God says, who told you to put in a full stop? I'm putting a comma. You know, an example of, of Moses and, and, you know, he's that moment where he, he murders someone. And he, he runs away into the wilderness and, and his upbringing all gets lost in a moment. And he runs off into the wilderness and he hides himself and he meets Jethro and looks after sheep. And it, it, the whole plan of his life has just come crashing down. And God puts in a comma and appears to Moses in a burning bush and says, I've got a plan for you. I've got a different purpose for you. You've not been buried. You've been planted. You're being prepared for something different and took him from the wilderness to a place of leadership and fruitfulness or, or, or the character of Joseph Joseph who was uh, who was arrested sold to slavery you know it, it was, he was going through the the worst case moment where he'd been accused of raping his boss's wife he ends up in prison 
and he thinks it's all gone wrong when suddenly God takes him from the wilderness and instead of being planted, uh, buried, he's being planted and he put, he gets taken in front of Pharaoh and where Joseph naturally wants to put a full stop and goes, well, that's the end of God's plan for me. God put a comma and brought Joseph back with Elijah, the prophet who had run away from Jezebel and, and was in desperation for his life. And he was like, God, oh, this is just a waste of time. He's there in the Kerith Brook and he's going, God, what's the point? Why am I alive still? And he was beside himself and he lost his purpose for living and it felt like it was the end of his ministry. But God said, you're putting a full stop. There's actually a comma. I've got something more for you. And throughout history and throughout the Bible, over and over again, God takes people from wilderness moments, from places of unknown, uncertain um, disappointment, below what they expected, where their natural inclination was, I'm going to put a full stop in this story because this is coming to an end. And God says, no, it's a comma, not a full stop. In the story of Jesus in Matthew chapter four, where does Jesus get taken straight after his baptism? Into the wilderness. And there in the wilderness, he is tempted by the devil on three different occasions, but he comes back stronger. And there seems to be this habit that God has that when his people go through wilderness years, they don't stop. He puts in a comma and they come back stronger. They're not just brought to an end. They're not buried. They're being planted, being prepared. We may feel like we're living in uncertain times, a grey zone where everything is hidden, where nothing is working right. But I'm learning this. If we pay attention to the Holy Spirit, there's a suddenly moment where the church will come back stronger, where you will come back stronger. I want to tell you about... um, this concept I came across, I'd never heard of this before, called the super bloom. The super bloom. Um, if I can explain it as best as I can, the super bloom is it's almost a miracle. It's a moment in time where suddenly the desert, which is like the barren place, the wilderness place, the place that seems nothing is growing and nothing is happened, suddenly, in a moment, it changes literally overnight. It's called um, a super bloom, a super bloom. And a super bloom is rare. Apparently, if I get the word right, it's a concatenation of a chain reaction of individual um, elements. It needs everything to align properly. The, The wind needs to be still. The temperature needs to be right. The moisture at a certain percentage when suddenly the super bloom happens. And there is there is like a flood of colour across the deserts. That where there was nothing, where there was death, there suddenly is life. Where there was no food and no colour and no uh, life, there was suddenly there is energy and there is life and there is growth all around. Acres and acres and acres of the desert are taken up with this concept, the super bloom. Because what's happening is underneath the, the surface of the desert, There is life. It's just hidden underneath the surface. There are seeds waiting for that moment when all the elements align. And suddenly. Colour carpets the desert places. I want to say Hub Community Church, you may feel like you've been hidden, but by God's strength and grace, 
you will and can come back stronger. That's the message I want to give to you today. That God is doing stuff behind your back. That's what happened. In the story of Elijah we mentioned just now, you know, in James 5, the writer of James talks about Elijah coming back stronger. He says this, Elijah, this is a good verse, Elijah, verse 17 of of chapter 5 in James, was as human as we are. Elijah was as human as we are. He's just like you and me. And yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. Elijah, human just like you, just like me, prayed and God did his work. And it's important that we we give our attention. God will finish what he has started. Be patient. God has not finished with you or me. And just earlier in James chapter 5, he says this. He says, dear brothers and sisters, He says, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmers who patiently wait for the rains in the fall and in the spring. They eagerly look for the valuable harvests to ripen. You too must be patient. Take courage for the coming of the Lord is near. And we're often so impatient. We're often so immediate. God, would you do what we want you to do now? And God says, I've got a plan. And maybe it looks different to plans you had. And like I said to you right at the beginning of this talk, I said to you, I had plans, but they were my plans. Plans that I'd put into place. Thoughts that I had about how I, I could do things in my own strength. Where I could fix things and sort things and, and, and go to events that I knew would be happening and all my plans got pulled apart overnight. But God's plan is so much greater than anything I could ever ask or imagine. That's how God works. And if we're willing to rest into God, say, God, okay, I'm going to give this to you, give you my attention. I'm going to follow your ways rather than ask you to bless my ways. That I am confident that God will take us and bring us back stronger. And we may not feel like it's all working out as we'd hoped, but let's trust in God and what he's doing amongst us. You may feel hidden, but trust in God, he will bring you back stronger. In Isaiah 35, it says these words, uh, verses one to four, Isaiah 35, I'll just read these to you. It says this, even the wilderness and the desert will be glad in those days. The wasteland will rejoice and blossom with spring crocuses. Yes, there will be an abundance of flowers and singing and joy. The deserts will become as green as the mountains of Lebanon. Yep, a super bloom right there in the middle of the Bible. As lovely, it says, as Mount Carmel or the plain of Sharon. There the Lord will display his glory, the splendor of our God. With this news, strengthen those who have tired hands encourage those who have weak knees say to those with fearful hearts be strong and do not fear for your God is coming to destroy your enemies he is coming to save you and I want to say to you today those with weak knees and fearful hearts if that description uh, aligns with where you feel you are right now that God is saying be strong do not fear I've got a plan I've got a plan for you. It's better than our own 
plans. It is not in our strength, but through the power of the Holy Spirit. And as followers of Jesus in a Western world, we're sometimes guilty of leaning into our own strength, our own abilities, um, that we can fix things, we can pay for things, we can raise funds for things, we can organise things. But actually, we need to be first and foremost people that follow the direction of the Holy Spirit. That's what we need to be doing. And if anything of this last season taught us something, it's to say, actually, we are not in control. You are in control. And that I am believing there will be a great awakening in our nation and nations of this world as we have a sense that God's on the move, that God's up to something. And our job is to be ready for that moment. The church needs to be ready for that moment. To be like that Acts 2 early church, which I know you're going to be talking about in the next few weeks, where you go, what does it look like to be that community that's so attractive to those around? That where there is great awakening and people in our community saying, go, where is God in the middle of this? And they want to be inspired by people of faith who express the love of God that by the way they love each other. That's attractive that brings hope to dark places so we need to start by submitting ourselves to the plan that God has for us being led by the Holy Spirit trusting that God will align all things that he is working on people in the hidden places it may not look like much is happening but just like in that wilderness example of the super bloom, it looks like nothing is happening. It looks empty. It looks desolate. It looks like the future is uncertain. But suddenly we are being prepared for what is to come. God is working in us. God is working in our church communities and there is more to come. There is more to come. Can I, can I just pray for you as we wrap up our time today? I want to pray for you as Hub Community Church there in Basingstoke. I want to pray, pray a blessing upon you. Let's just invite you where you are, how you're watching this, just to, to get your hands out and just receive from the Holy Spirit. What is it that God wants to say to you? Come, Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, I want to pray that you would move amongst this church community, that they would know your presence, they would know your leading, they would sense the direction that they are being taken in. Lord, may we not be people who chase down the ways of the world and try and become more polished, more finished, more perfect, but become more like you, that our communities reflect the very heart of our Father God. Lord, may Hub Community Church in Basingstoke know that they have not been buried, but they've been planted for something greater, for something more. That where it feels like God, there's been a full stop place that, Lord, they would know you are putting in a comma. They would align themselves with the moving of the Holy Spirit. That they would just trust you. That there would be a super bloom in the, in the city of Basingstoke and the surrounding areas, wherever people from Hub Community Church are, would your light burn brightly, I pray. That colour would come. 
that change would come, that new life would be birthed in this next season, we pray. That your church would rise up magnificent as a bride looking beautiful, a, a city on a hill that cannot be ignored. That we will be attractive and we will point people back to our Father God. Lord, thank you for the season of uncertainty. May it point us towards the God who created us, who made us, who completes us. May we give you our full attention once again, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Hub Church. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be praying for you as you step into the new season that God has ahead of you. Bye for now.